0: Hello, hello, Hamora. Testing, testing. Am I coming in clear? I said, Mother, am I coming in clear? What's going on, my brothers and sisters, Mr. aunties and uncles, Mr. monks, Kabbalists, wizards, mystics, Mr. sons and daughters of God? He's Welcome Mr. to Mr. Woo Woo. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Mr. Woo Woo Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua. No need to know the last name. You already know. I want to thank you all for joining me. This is my 35th podcast. And I'm trying to probably stay uh, as regular as I can. Doing one a week. It hasn't been uh, easy. In the respect that sometimes it's challenging to get guests. But I'm putting my, feel- my feelers out there. I got some really great guests coming up uh, these next couple weeks. Um, I think early in June, my brother, Mr. Boo Boo, is going to be on this podcast. And we're going to be talking about all kinds of cinematic philosophy, preferences, top tens. Might get heated. Might get heated. Probably won't because we agree mostly, but, you know, we got our favorites and we're very passionate men. So that's going to be a very excellent conversation. I love that man. Glad he's going to be coming on. I love my brother. I'd like to say thank you very much to my beautiful, wonderful, patient, saintly wife, Abby, for coming on the show twice, twice in a row during a very hectic and very involved metaphysical week, a family week where, you know, her family just lost her, her grandmother, so her, her family was, was feeling a lot of grief. But the ones that were more spiritually attained were just very happy for her. They were very happy for her. And I had this discussion with several people that were interested in her particular process. But when people are suffering, being able to celebrate not only their life, but the cessation of their suffering is, is a really positive thing waking up over and over again in a body that doesn't serve you and not only doesn't function well, but is producing intense sensations of discomfort. It's a blessing for that person to get out. I I liken the body to a car sometimes. And if you wake up in that car and you can't get out of that car, you're in this car for this life, which is why you should get energy work with me So you can, you know, put that car on the lift and improve its performance. But really, it can turn into a wreck when you're much older, if you didn't invest in yourself, when you were more able-bodied, when that car was more able-bodied. And it could feel like you need the jaws of life to get you out. That's when, you know, you get to that point where you start asking God, please. Please get me out of here. Get me out of this earth. Where is the eject button? And uh, couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier for that young soul, that radiant soul. Dorothy Fasky. God bless you. You'll always be the wizard here. You'll always be with us. Take an opportunity right now to thank all of your ancestors. You know, you're here to rectify all of their... Mm creative mistakes we're we misuse god's energy the source's energy on a daily basis by focusing focusing upon what's going wrong in the world or in our own lives which are just the effect of previous thought but when we don't revise it you know we know it's going to come back around again because that's the law law is circular and when we tell others about that negativity it not only tends to grow in ourselves but oops now you threw up in someone else's face and now they got that all in their life too all out of the i think the impetus is to try to relieve that sense of discomfort that sense of negativity within ourselves but if you can um learn to be grateful for it all, even the stuff that doesn't go well, even what the seeming failures, you're already, because left's duality as well, at least in this plane, you're already flipping the coin and you're becoming success. That negativity is becoming a positivity. That's all we could do. That's what we're here to do on a day-by-day basis is to turn sorrow into joy, to turn fear into love and uh, a false sense of separation into a sense of belonging and oneness, a unity of spirit. And the more you actively work on it, the more you're going to succeed. I promise you that. My life's turned around a lot, even in this last week and a half. I've become... More tolerant, more accepting. And this is objective. I'm not like, you know, buttering my own croissant here. It's just a, a, an objective analysis, and observation of the stimuli in my environment, and, you know, I used to, I used to attack it because I was trained <laughs> from a child to attack what isn't going wrong and kind of beat it into submissions and like there, now it won't come back because you know, it learned its lesson. It'll know I'm not, I'm not gonna put up with that. I'm not gonna be a, a welcome portal for that kind of thing. Not knowing it's just gonna come back. It's just gonna come back again in a different form as a different asshole, as a different driver, as another frowning face now i just shine into anything anything negative and in anything positive if i shine into something negative it nullifies it it collapses the wave function and makes it neutral at worst at the worst it's just neutral and loses its steam when it's positive i'm evoking the law of summation and it just that wave gets bigger And me and whatever that being is, they got a smile, it gets brighter. They get a compliment, it's sincere. And they take it into their heart. They're like, oh, they're not just saying that just to manipulate me for something. They don't want something from me. They just wanted to show appreciation and acknowledge another piece of life and make it brighter. Excuse me in a sometimes very darkened world. <laughs> and you could just be that spotlight. You are a lighthouse. Speaking of houses, just just on my walk from my home, because it's so awesome, I, I can walk from my home to my office down here in Pacific Beach, which is such a privilege, such an honor. It took me years to manifest that. But I finally did. And, and I'm walking by home and this dog you know behind a fence i can hear it barking you know it's trying to just do its job it's trying to just guard the parameters you know and make its you know its life relevant to its master its owner i thought what a great what a great metaphor for our challenge here on earth if you could take your, I mean, you're the owner of that house, you know, the owner of this life, this body. Your subconscious mind can be likened to a dog that attacks a fence, which is the boundaries of your self-identity. It could be your body. You might think you're your mind. But the boundaries of who you think you are as a separate self, even though that's an illusion, it's just molecules, just like the molecules outside the fence. The fence is molecules. The air inside the fence is molecules. It's all one substance, light. But seemingly that boundary is who you are. And your subconscious mind, if it's not trained to be still, if it's not, if it hasn't accumulated the habit of being peaceful, regardless of what's circulating outside of that boundary, it'll bark, it'll attack thinking, you know, you're welcome master, I'm barking that thing away. Not realizing that that dog is an extension of you and it's creating discord in the environment, these loud attacking barks and it doesn't know any better. That's another metaphor for your subconscious mind. It can either create your reality or it can destroy your reality. The mailman might be a welcome person inside that boundary. Or your attacking dog will bite its ass and hang off of it and swing around like my neighbors used to <laughs> before it discovered an orange collar. Which, by the way, if you have dogs that misbehave, they're not a sponsor, but I would highly recommend you get what was called an orange collar. Um, it's a non harmful, non painful way for your dog to learn not to bark. If you put it on your barking dog, it'll just spray like an orange essence kind of up its nose and it it just and it i mean i saw it cure my my neighbor's dog in like one day it was incredible it was incredible shout out to you matt and rest in peace monty but that dog looked at him like you fucking asshole dude i mean this dog loved to bark at people and things and attack the fence and that is the dog that actually bit a mailman on his ass and he was swinging him around like comically. <laughs> I love that dog, man. And in like a day, in one afternoon, he cured this dog of its, of its habit of doing that. So I would recommend that as a painless way of, of training your animal. And that's also a metaphor. You can do something as simply as, as creating like a, a boundary for your dog, <laughs> for your subconscious mind, and demand that it be peaceful. Hold that leash really tight until it learns that that's not okay. You know it doesn't know any better. It's like a computer program. It just does whatever it's meant to do. But what are your boundaries? Knock your fences down. <laughs> Train your dog to heal and to be at peace, because it is an extension of you, whether you think it so or not. Don't be an enabler, you know There's plenty of dog owners out here who don't keep a secure leash let their dogs you know attack and bark other dogs at other dogs who don't pick up its poop you know (laughs) i'm sure you've seen a few and you know these are the irresponsible human beings and if you don't think about really those kind of things if you're a dog owner like that well you are what you leave behind in the world in this case you're shit right don't be shit Realize you're one of the environment that everyone else is subject to your attention or lack of attention. So let's let's not be uh, <laughs> that person if we can. Aspire to be a good dog, a responsible dog owner. Keep a tight leash. You're the leader of the pack. You are the alpha of your mind. And if you're not, then you're a beta. And it'll... <laughs> it'll just shit on everything in the, in your world because you're, you know, it's eventually in your environment. You'll be stepping in your own subconscious mind's shit and it will piss off and bite other owners. Get off your distracting iPhone. Basically it's that's a great metaphor too. If you're on your phone all the time and looking at virtual reality even if it's in your mind, you're not paying attention to what the dog's doing. And that dog is not only a guard It's also a retriever. It's what goes out. Whatever thoughts you're paying attention to, it goes out into the universe and brings back more of like kind. So you have to be very attentive to what that animal is up to. Your animal self. Your lower three chakras. Because that's what will color your universe and world. You might think that there's accidents. But, uh, Like, Ugué, I know there are no accidents. You're causing every moment of your life with thought. Surprise! Not a lot of people know that. They're living their lives definitely like they don't know that. But if you know that, then there's really no excuse. You have to play the game. You have to pull on that leash and direct that consciousness, direct that part of your mind. And... Eventually, the barking in your life will stop. The discord in your life will stop. Accidents will be happy and in your favor, just like Bob Ross said, just happy accidents. You turn them into happy trees, joyous mountains, almighty mountains, and fluffy clouds, fluffy clouds of thought, not the rain clouds of what you see on the internet and what you see on YouTube and what you hear from your friends and family. Just project the light that will be the silver lining to whatever thunderstorms are in their world. And it'll improve the whole environment, first in your own city, first in your own house, in your own backyard, then your own community, and then your state, and then your country, and then this whole beautiful planet. So try to bear that in mind this week, that it's all within your power. I realized there's nothing in this world that can stop you from being positive, of having a positive mental attitude if you don't want it to. Everything can be going wrong, left, right, and center around you. And in your life, not knowing like, oh, thought caused that. Well, guess what? If you are positive, all of that will disappear quickly. There's no force that can stop your mind from thinking positive thoughts. And it takes... Exactly as much energy to think a positive thought as it does a negative one. It just feels weird. It just feels weird at first. It felt fake with me. I've been so critical. I've been so condemnatory. I mean, thankfully, I I was able to kind of complete the complaining challenge. Complaining will just bring nothing but shit into your life. But the the condemning and criticization which I'm gonna still work on for years probably until I absolutely master not doing those things. I will realize it's because gratitude can definitely inverse that, but it's important to really like play the game of life. Like my waking life, I wake up and I go, okay, I can't criticize and condemn what's going on around me or what other people are choosing. How do I, okay, just be ready, be ready. Because those barking dogs will come soon, they will introduce themselves and they'll start sniffing your leg and they'll start growling. And you go, okay, here's my chance. Here's my opportunity to pour light and love and peace into this whatever it is into whatever or whoever it is. People places things. it could be bad vibe, environment, it could be a discordant discordant sound somebody playing music you hate in a distance and you're just like oh i can't can't hear it put in some earplugs and send them light and love and it'll stop i've done this experiment dozens of times i send my what i call my i am presence my individuated piece of god my god self within me it's where i go right there that sometimes immediately it stops sometimes in second most of the time in seconds it stops sometimes it takes a little while it could be jackhammering whatever but then when I rethink about it again, i like, oh, that sounds gone. Thank you, God. Thank you, Source. Thank you so much. And then you thank the Source of Creation for doing the thing you asked, and you earn a few bonus points. Your character levels up a little bit more, and Discord has a little bit less power in your life. So this is very important. This is the waking game of life on Earth. Barely anyone knows it, but you wizards know it. That's all being a wizard is. It's consciously playing that game of creation because you're recreating yourself. You're recreating yourself into the image of the soul, which is perfect, and then experiencing that perfection in the body and in the mind and in your emotions. Controlling your mind and emotion is absolutely all we're doing here (laughs) took me years to figure that out and i'm not great at it yet i'm much better at it and definitely much better at it after this week so i if i can do it i know you can because i mean i used to be a raging fucking asshole people that know me really well for many years they would be like oh josh you're being too hard on yourself dude keep it real I, I used to live to take down people's egos. I used to, you know, I used to kick that dog. I'd punt that dog across the yard. I'd be like, take that dog. Know your fucking place. And it's absolutely the wrong way to go about it. it took me years to figure that out. It took me years marrying an angel, uh, seeing the effects that it's had on my life and world and then undoing them and then go, oh God, that's I've been doing it to myself the whole time. Oh my God. And every complaint you do, every criticizing you do, every condemnation that you do, it could be government, it could be evil itself. Any one of those is making you more negative. That's its whole bit. That's what it's trying to do. It's trying to steal and rob you of your joy and your life and your love and your peace. And it succeeds. Like I habituated it to the point where when I started to feel positive, <laughs> I felt weird. I felt like a fake version of myself because I was so used to being subtly, subtly like negative, like this ongoing commentary of noticing what's wrong with them, what's wrong with the world, what's wrong, you know, how are they doing it imperfectly? Not knowing every one of those assessments was actually very subtly and then sometimes majorly coloring my own mental processes and therefore... My creation. Therefore, whatever's coming up to me next, what's down the assembly line of creation? Because I kept dropping that couple drops of pee into that martini, you know? And then eventually, you got a piss And you're like, shit, my life tastes real weird and sour. (laughs) I'm becoming sour. So when you become a positive person, when you start to retrain your mind to be silent, still, peaceful positive entertaining only positive thoughts and just dismissing the negative ones without evaluating them you will feel awkward you will feel weird you will feel inauthentic but short of getting like hit by a car or getting a brain transplant and just getting that new set of apps and like oh this is my new me this is my new normal it was always you. We thought that the barking, growling dog was who we were, but you're not, you're not. You're the owner, you're the observer. And it's up to us every moment to grab that leash, wind it around our wrist a few more times and tell that dog sit and be still and don't reward it when it you know, growls or attacks or shits all over everything. Just take it as, like, I feel bad. That's because your emotions and your, I mean, that's why your thoughts, because your thoughts are negative. Excuse me. You don't, they don't have to be. Nothing is stopping you. Nothing can stop you from being positive anyway. Absolutely nothing. So, on that note, uh, on the on the note of... uh i observed so many wonderful things on our journey home uh from mount shasta it was 11 hour drive i was delirious around hour nine but you know god drives the car so it, it was wonderful i was just weaving in and out of traffic it was fabulous but i was noticing as i was leaving mount shasta and i'm leaving this beautiful pristine um area on the way into mount shasta the communities that that are just south of it used to be devastated by fire and my my wife would notice like, oh my God, all these trees are just been burnt to crisp and, and the land around it. And I would tell her, you know, maybe you just picture it green, picture it growing, picture, uh, old, old, you know, new trees replacing the old ones. And, you know, it's again, it's, it, you know, even wonderful people can be like, oh dude, like, look at what this terrible thing has happened. That's what thought hit ran. So I was like, why don't we do the opposite? As we're coming back down this trip, green everywhere. All that wonderful rain that we've been getting seeped into the mountain and into the snow and the surrounding mountains. And it looked beautiful. It looked like it was growing all over again. New trees were shooting out everywhere across the land where it was just this graveyard of trees that were burnt to a crisp. I said, look, Abby, look, the whole, all the hills, they're filled with the sound of music no i'm kidding It is just filled with life and she was like yeah oh my god yeah i said this is a perfect metaphor i'm gonna mention it on the podcast we drove up even a year ago lake shastina all of these all the like pyramid lake everything had dropped so far down it looked like all the pictures that the news propaganda scares you with Oh, drought. Oh, my God. The water's disappearing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sky's falling. bunch of chicken littles, right? For-profit chicken littles. Looked at this lake, and it's fuller than it ever been. Like, the boats were backed up onto the shore, and all the locals are talking about, like, oh, my God, these lakes are so full. It's ridiculous. It, it filled up, like, all of its past gains were, I mean, all of its past losses were erased in one year. One year and the lakes were just teeming with life and fullness and they were back to their original borders. Some, some of the trees were submerged. It actually went past its original borders. It was incredible. I said, Abby, look, when we were feeling a little downhearted and like, oh my God, look how empty. Oh gosh. And I was said, well, why don't, you know, Neville Goddard, why don't we imagine them full? Even if these other people can't see them full, I see them as full and teeming with water and life. And we walk right, and there it was. And we're only two people. I don't know how many other people were like, I see it full. Most people were seeing that glass way more than half empty. Our lives are the same way. Is it half full or half empty? Dude, I saw it full, full. And the lakes were full, full. One positive consciousness, much less two gathered in the same consciousness, is exponentially more powerful than tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of consciousnesses observing and affirming the negative. Just remember that. Please remember that. Remember that tree. Remember these trees and remember these lakes just full to the brim against all scientific knowledge and observation. Educated guessers, all of them. Well, That was just a wonderful thing to notice another thing we noticed um they were like we were driving around um or there were like these massive um semi-trucks they fill you know they five you know they just they just rule they're the kings of of the freeways you know our, our and we remember from the pandemic our world would come to a screeching halt if it weren't for these barbaric wonderful beautiful monstrous soloists that we call truckers. And I say, you know, we owe so much to them. And if you think about it, they're today's mountain man. When we had colonies and we had brave solo adventurers, grizzled, dirty, sometimes violent mountain men that would go out and pioneer and and extend our boundaries. It always takes the soloist time to, you know, they sustain us and they extend our boundaries. And as this guy was blocking traffic, you know, trying to go around another really slow truck and they were taking their sweet time, I couldn't help but notice, like, I was like, you know, when they're working, the same, the same way I feel about like, hey, hurry up, man, because our, our cars can just zip around, I'm, I gladly wait for them to pass. Because when it comes to those freeways, they're the king. We're recreation We might have stuff to do but it's nowhere near as important as the stuff they're doing so you know what they're the king and the queens of the road then and you can just wait your merry friggin turn conversely in san diego we have a bunch of expanded bike lanes and they're crushing all of our parking especially around my beloved Balboa park and we're catering to bicyclists dude bicyclists are recreational they're doing a recreational activity. When you're in a car, we got shit to do. So, whoever the council person here in San Diego, they got everything ass backwards. Bicyclists need to cater to motorists. We're in a car because we're hauling major stuff, more than we could carry on our own, or that we have a timetable, or we have multiple passengers. So, if you're a bicyclist, get the fuck out of the way. You don't matter. You're doing a recreation to the motorist. Just similarly, when you're in a car and you're a motorist, get the fuck out of the way of a trucker because their shit is more important than your shit. So that was like a mind-blowing thing. It was like, yes, I know my pecking order. you know. And I, I truly hope this whole catering to bicyclists and the suffocation of, uh, of roadways, which by the way, the roads were meant for bicyclists. They were meant for motorists because that's where cars go. So if you're a bicyclist, too bad. <laughs> and get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> oh, what else can I talk about here? Oh man, so many things in a small amount of time. Um, my wife suggested said that I should start doing poetry on this uh, podcast. I might do that in the future. I enjoy poems. When I was thinking about doing a, a college uh, show and being a DJ um and having like a early early in the morning kind of thing i was gonna do rap battles and like you know poetry was gonna be an aspect of it so i'm kind of down with it being poetry maybe i'll have jordan bring down a poem or two because he is phenomenal at writing and i used to be okay at it uh went to see guardians of the galaxy if you all haven't seen that go watch it it is wonderful it is whoo man a stunning indictment on um experimenting on animals and the mistreatment of animals in uh for scientific purposes fantastic uh shot beautifully i enjoyed it if you're looking for like a good marvel that isn't preaching wokeness at you every damn second go watch the guardians of the galaxy support chris pratt he's a godly man he's epic we'd love to have him on the show um maybe one day he's one of my white whales uh, but awesome dude full of positivity awesome conclusion to the trilogy great trilogy Okay, that leads me into um, one of these shows coming up soon. I'm going to have my homie Chad Duncan come back here, my brother, who is a fellow patriot. I'm not going to bore you to tears right now with the um, the details of a speech, which was given by the Wizard of This Week, James Lindsay, who is a conservative uh, a philosopher, but he went before the EU Council, European Union Parliament, and he basically shattered, destroyed, obliterated wokeness and the philosophy behind it and the mentality behind it. Oh, he tied it into like not only Marxism, but Mao's, Mao Zedong, may he, you know, burn in hell forever. Mao Zedong, biggest genocidal maniac of all time. Um, he, He correlated it to his like his philosophy, what he did in order to split China in half and cause the communist revolution, how he split people into groups, into different types of folk there with social credit systems, and it was absolutely mind blowing. So I'm going to talk about that with uh, Chad, hopefully in the next couple of podcasts, and finally put this woke bitch to rest and bury it deep, deep in the earth where the worms can get at it. Wokeness. Straight up evil. Nothing but uh, nothing but communistic ideology, that's been around for decades now. In different things from whether it's gender studies, critical race theory. It, it's so deep, man. It's like the best speech I've ever heard. It's one of the most important speeches of all time. If you get a chance, look up James Lindsay, um, woke ideology in the EU Parliament speech. I'm gonna go over that with Chad and and kind of break it all down absolutely mind-blowing stunning indictment and extremely anti-american every aspect of it been being brainwashed for decades over this stuff love it loved it so much it's like yes that's the most beautiful way to call out because once you know what the enemy is once you know what a disease is you can finally eradicate it and he he did it so wizard of the week to james Lindsay. man what a mind what a patriot god bless you man absolutely epic conversely unfortunately there is a death eater of the week you know and it's a stunning one it's a two-parter um i was unaware nor that i think that elon musk had handlers i have a feeling he has like an illuminati handler (laughs) because this week he named his ceo and this woman's name is linda yaccarino surprisingly she's a chairwoman at the world economic forum the dreaded, the fascist, the disgusting A uh, World Economic Forum—that's part of the cabal that is trying to install woke ideology and usurp sovereign governments to to these fake, fake national uh, national um, identities and trying to you know, start basically a cultural revolution like Mao did. So, um, death of the week to Elon for. Capitulating and hiring a World Economic Forum chairwoman, Linda Yaccarino, who will now destroy Twitter. It was free speech. Uh, that's going to end because World Economic Forum now has its penis in Elon Musk's uh, and Twitter's ass. So that sucks. Rest in peace, Twitter. I deleted my account. It's a waste of time now. Um, he might fire her and we'll get lucky. But yeah, that was a sad loss for free speech like people that were speaking out about the uh, COVID vaccines and um, in general about, uh, God, there was another there was another huge exposure just yesterday in the government that, um, that o- Obama's, uh, Clinton, and Biden colluded with the FBI. Uh, it's the Durham report colluded with the FBI, who is as corrupt as it fucking gets they were the ones that started the, uh, did the, uh, coordinated the false flag and, um, January 6th storming of the Capitol, a la Ray Epps that, um, <laughs> man, they finally got exposed. The Durham report exposes them all. Um, it's beautiful. Hopefully jail time for everybody. Um, uh, but just shocking revelations this week, uh, between Musk and uh, the Durham report. So it's going to have unbelievable implications going forward, especially in the next election. Uh, it's it's been an amazing week it's been amazing coming back here um the the tail end effects of this glorious full moon is going to be felt again in the full moon in june i'd recommend all of you meditate all of you pray for what you want practice your your positivity practice being you know dare to be your best self and even if it feels like the, the, the barking dog within you be like, you're being so fake. You're not that positive, Why are you being so? Tell it to heal. Tell it to shut up. <laughs> and you, know, you let it know who's the boss. You are. You're the conscious mind. You're the owner of that house. And uh, the, expand your fence. Expand your fence parameters. Uh, so yeah, it's been an amazing week. We can't wait to hear more. About uh, these fallout revelations in government and social media. Um, Robert F. Kennedy is um, Jr. is running for president. That's becoming, that's becoming a thing. He's, he's starting to get on the circuit, even though Biden won't debate him. It's getting really spicy out here. And um, this Durham report gave anyone that's in opposition to the Biden regime a lot of weapons. This is going to be really amazing, really amazing going forward. I would encourage you to, in a way, ignore all of that and just focus on beaming love and peace and joy to anything that looks like negativity, anything that makes you go, ugh, or aww. Just throw love and light at it. You'll feel good because it'll come through you, okay? I love you all. Even if you don't love yourself, I love you. (laughs) If you have no peace in your life, I send peace to you. Peace and love and joy to all of you. I will uh, talk to you all next week. I love you all. Sincerely. And uh, may the source ever bless you. Peace and aloha.